So some big news this afternoon out of the Edmonton Valley Zoo, and that is what's up with Lucy the elephant? Well, joining us on the line today is the director of the Edmonton Valley Zoo, Gary DeWar. Hey, Gary, how are you? Good, thanks. Brian, how are you? Fine, thank you. Okay, so tell everybody what was announced earlier today. Kind of sum it up for us. Yeah, I'll I'll set the stage a bit. So Lucy uh, undergoes an annual independent health assessment. It's required by Canada's accredited zoos and aquariums due to her being a single elephant at our zoo at our at our uh, facility. So something. Uh, been a standard practice for many years. So uh, two independent uh, elephant veterinarians returned to assess Lucy just this past October. Um, uh, they had previously assessed her in 2022 as part of a panel that was sponsored by an international animal advocacy group called Free the Wild. Mm-hmm. Their focus was, uh, Bryn, to perform a medical examination to reevaluate Lucy's general health condition and compare the results um, to the results that were reported last year. Uh, and last year, uh, they they diagnosed a uterine tumor, or it's referred to as a lyomyoma. Um, uh, it, it, in fact, um, uh, is something that's quite common in elephants that have never been bred before, which is the case with Lucy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they, they had prescribed the treatment of a hormonal vaccine uh, that they had hoped would reduce its size. And sure enough, uh, there was a significant reduction in the size of her uh, tumor uh, that we expect resulted from the administration of that vaccine. Uh, It also seems to have improved uh, her overall health and general health condition. So uh, we made a number of uh, changes to Lucy's diet based on uh, the expert recommendations, and that resulted in her losing 625 kilograms over the last year, which is 1,375 pounds, which is uh, pretty pretty substantial so so the old girl's uh, in in pretty good shape um they noted actually uh Bryn, that her body condition has noticeably improved and that her feet are now in what they would consider excellent condition given her age so um that that was really good news but she still has this respiratory issue which is a challenge right i'm just curious before we go down that road here what kind of stuff, like when you're having somebody come in to do an analysis and uh, the animal's got to have this medical examination, have you ever hung around that to see exactly what's, uh, how detailed it is? Oh, yeah. So there's a combination of a variety of, of ultrasound and blood gas analysis tests. It's like it's quite scientific. They're right there. And they and and these two uh, veterinarians that did the assessment are from Germany, and they 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 trucked well. They didn't truck. They brought this uh, a ton of equipment with them to perform these uh, this specialized assessment. And actually, if you go online at edmonton.ca/lucy, there's a video there that has um, doesn't show the nitty gritty details because I don't think you want to see where their hands were. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, but that's right. Uh, you, get it. You, you can actually, there's great interviews with them, and they'll, they'll talk in layman's terms of just what, what the procedures were and how they helped uh, uh, inform their uh, conclusions. Like, do they check the eyesight by saying, Lucy, can you read the bottom of that, uh, yeah. that eye chart, that kind of stuff? So they, they run, <laughs> it runs a gamut of stuff, I'm assuming. Well, uh, yeah, you know, they're, they're one of the one of the tests they did uh, and they replicated again this year was a blood gas analysis test, and and they and and that's where they the, the challenge with her respiratory system becomes very evident. So right. just after mild physical activity, the oxygen levels in her blood 
uh, drop dramatically and the CO2 levels uh, spike. Uh, so that's, that, that's where the conclusion comes that she's not fit to travel. And it's due to this respiratory issue. The concern is that if we were to uh, try to transport her somewhere else, like a sanctuary in the States, that that, that process would in fact risk her health and the very strong likelihood that she would die on route. And that's not a risk that we're willing to take. How can you tell? And, I'm, you know, you've got great people who work there. How can you tell when Lucy's not feeling that great? Is there, is it obvious? Yeah, you know, it's interesting because the, the, the elephant care team that works with her have been working with her for several years and spend their days with her. And they it's very clear to them when she's having a good day and when she's not having a good day. They can tell when it looks appears that she's having a bit of a tummy issue or she's a little bit more, more lethargic or she's just not really uh, that generally responsive for a certain day or there are other days where you know what she's her mood is much great and she's relishing her walking about and exploring sort of uh, uncharted territory around the zoo for her so it 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 can very much um, uh, vary from day to day but as I say the keepers that are with her on a daily basis really can can sense whether when she's having a good day or a bad day and clearly with the loss of all that weight she has a lot more good days than bad days it's just as I say she's she's always struggling to get a breath and yeah. even when they're up for a nice gentle walk like she is just trying to trying to get a breath and and they've got to be very very careful and measured when they're uh, when they're giving her any sort of uh, walks around like that lucy's a mouth breather breather right yeah and that's okay. that's what really, really unique, Bryn, and, and uh, many people have to see it to believe it. We've had these experts that came, when they came last year, they had heard that, oh, she breathes, ex- breathes exclusively through her mouth, right. and, and, and they, they thought we were like, you know, maybe exaggerating. And then they, in fact, they, they, they saw it for themselves and confirmed she is the only elephant they've ever come across that breathes exclusively through her mouth. And they, they, they understand that there's, there's some sort of blockage. They expect there's some sort of blockage in her trunk that, that has required over her, over time for her to, to develop this, this survival, basically instinct to breathe through her mouth. Because if she were to, if she were to be submerged in water, Water, um, many uh, elephants would, you know, stick their trunk out of the water yeah. and and breathe quite well. They said she would just she would drown. She couldn't she couldn't survive in that way. So it's it's very unique. She's she's unlike any other elephant they've ever seen. She's truly truly unique, and her circumstances obviously are unique. She's here as a single elephant, which isn't ideal. We're in a northern climate; that's not ideal. And, and we've made it very clear, Bryn, before if we could safely move her to another location, we would. But we're just not really willing. Really, willing to risk her life. Wow, 48 years of age, been at the zoo for what, 46 of those 48? That's exactly right. Wow. Uh, a fixture down there at the Valley Zoo, and uh, the kids love her, and uh, Lucy seems to love the kids, from what I've seen. Well, she does. You know, the, the thing I'll say this is that a lot of people are disappointed when they come here and they don't get a chance to see her. We we started back in 2022, her gradual retirement, uh, and that seems a little bit odd. You're retiring an elephant. What does that mean? It, for us, it means she gets to decide what she's going to do every day. It, it's completely, uh, her day is, is entirely dictated by whatever she wants to do. And so there was a time when we had scheduled um, elephant talks and demonstrations 
and and that would have been requiring her to be at a certain place at a certain time and that's just that's just not that that's not in the cards anymore as again it's giving her as much autonomy as possible letting her decide she she loves to spend a lot of her time on walks in areas that are not in not public areas of the zoo so so some some folks are disappointed when they come and they don't see her it's it's actually quite rare now that you get to see her when you come uh, and that's again because of our efforts to just try to give her the best life possible and and while she enjoys her connection with her keepers and the public it, it, it if she doesn't feel like that's what she wants to do any given day then then she'll do whatever she pleases so that's our that's our that's our approach now gary to kind of wrap things up here a little bit there's always somebody who says she's got to move she's got to move we hear it all the time we bob barker even came to town that one time and said it's we got to get lucy out of here but you keep getting enough independent elephant veterinarians saying look this is kind of where we're at with this one uh will this will this ever go away or will there always be somebody who says we just we can't put up with having her stay in edmonton yeah, uh, Brittany, you're right. There are a number of folks out there and, and extremist groups that feel still feel confidently today that she'd be much better off somewhere else, and that maybe there is a risk associated with her travel. But 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 why not take the risk? And and we've we've made and continue to make our our decisions based on medical evidence, and not just these veterinarians, but many veterinarians and experts before these folks um, came to the same conclusion about her respiratory condition. So it's it's not the best prognosis for the future as i say if we could safely move her we would but we can't and and our focus now is providing her with the best possible life here whilst she's in our care at the edmonton valley zoo gary quickly before we let you go uh it's the holiday season anything going on down there at the zoo yeah, uh, Zuminescence, our Festival of Light, is on now, and it's running nightly starting on uh, Friday evening. Uh, you can just come down, head down, uh, uh, and, and come, you know, unannounced, yeah. or if you like. You can you can go uh, on edmonton.ca and 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 book your visit in advance. Perfect. Thanks for your time today, and uh, thanks for bringing us up to speed on the latest results. Yes, thanks. Thanks for your time. Appreciate okay, it. Okay, there you go, Edmonton Valley Zoo Director Gary Dewar joining us.